welcome to another episode of The Restaurateur. I'm your host, JD. If you're new to this channel, please do click subscribe or give us a follow, depending on where you're watching or listening to this from, so you can stay up to date with the latest episodes that feature different business discussions that you can use in your own business improvement or your life in general. In the previous episode, we talked about the first part of the ABCs of starting your own restaurant or your own business. In that discussion, we understood that letter A, meant that your product has to be an answer to a problem. We also discussed how you can find the right target market for the product that you already have and vice versa, how to find the right product for a market that already has an existing demand. Today, we'll discuss another part of those ABCs and that's the letter B, which means business plan writing. I know some of you who are watching might think that a business plan could really come in secondary, but let me tell you the truth, your life will be easier if you do this now rather than later. I remember back in 2011 when we opened our first business venture. It's a steakhouse here in Davao City and it's still here today. But we started without even a single page of a business plan because we didn't really think it was necessary to have back then. We had a really tough time running the business for the first few months because we really didn't have a solid plan. So what we did later on was we took a step back and decided to actually make a business plan that we can clearly follow and execute. A business plan actually has a lot of uses. Um, a few examples are the following. Number one, the whole process of writing your business plan makes you look at your business more strategically and you learn to identify the weak points of your business and then you learn to project about the possible problems that you might encounter in the future and think of the creative ways that you can respond to them or solve them. A well-written business plan is a reflection of how prepared you are as an entrepreneur and that can give the impression to your listeners or to your readers that you are someone they can trust with their commitment and their investment. Now don't worry, we'll try to keep things as simple and as clear as we can so you guys can absorb the information right away and actually use this to draft your first business plan. Alright, let's dive right in. The first part of your business plan is the executive summary. This executive summary should answer this question. What is your whole business plan in a nutshell? Now, this is going to be the first entry of the business plan. So this is going to be the first thing that your listeners or your readers will encounter. So you have to write or present this part in the most interesting way you can so you can hook their interest and grab their attention from this moment on. So this part is commonly considered as the concise compilation of all the things that you have put in the different parts of the business plan. This is why the executive summary is usually written last because you have to be sure that you have all the data gathered and that you're aware of every ins and outs of the things that you've put in the business plan. Now it's good to remember that the best way to write this part of the business plan is to put the major points of your whole plan into bullet points and don't go too much into detail because you have to elaborate things more in the middle of your presentation. The details you put here might vary depending on your style or your approach but usually it starts with describing your company and who you are and then go with what product you have to offer and what problem does it solve. And also it pays to have a bit of information about the financial plans that you have, which you will later delve into when you get into that part. Again, remember that you don't really have to be very specific here because you'll have your chance to explain everything else in the later parts of the business plan. The only thing you have to remember is be concise and sound like you're goal-oriented from this point on. So after the executive summary comes the next part, which is the company description. 
This section aims to answer a few questions. One of them is what should the other party know about the company that you're introducing them? You might want to begin this section with the basic details about your business, including the business name, the ownership type, if it's owned by a sole proprietor or a corporation or a group of companies. Of course, you have to put there your location, your operating hours, and your business style. It also pays to throw in a little bit of history that you have for the business and whatever it is that's driving you to pursue this venture. Also, don't forget that this is your initial chance to actually give them a glimpse on how your store would look, how the service would feel like, and what value can it bring to the location that you're in. Also, don't be ashamed to admit the weaknesses that you found in your company while observing it. Just balance it out with the things that you have prepared to compensate the downsides. And after those necessary introductory details, you can also add here the vision that you have for the company for the next few years. Another question that the company description has to answer is what values does your company hold? You have to understand, aside from the return of investment, some investors actually are worried too about who they're going to partner with. They have to know if they share the same values or the same outlook in business and in life so that they can have a harmonious relationship in the business. Now don't forget that this factor gives meaning and purpose to the investment that your venture capitalist or your angel investor is about to make. Following the company description are a couple of parts of the business plan that are actually interrelated with each other. Those two parts are the product or your service and the market study. Depending on the situation that you're in, you can actually write these details in differing patterns. It's an important thing to note though that a good way to present the relationship between your product and services and your market study is through a story that flows freely. Then you can start your presentation by naming out your products and then slowly dissecting your products into different parts showing their importance and their value, their benefits, and their desirable traits. And from there, you go on to the details of your marketing study and present to your listener that these people you found in the market study actually are looking to be satisfied using the benefits and the desirable traits that you just mentioned in your product. If your product was a result of a demand that you saw during the market study, then you may start this portion of the business plan by presenting the story of how you conducted your business study, your market study, and then you go on to say that you as an entrepreneur would like to offer a solution to their problem through a product that you developed. And then from there, you can move into presenting your menu or your product plan. Regardless of whether the product or the market study came first, you have to be detailed about this. And also, please do include here the different marketing strategies that you have planned for your business that are all based on the objective data that you gathered in your survey during the market study. The key thing to remember here is that you have to support your recommended products and your marketing moves with the data that can back it up from the market research. The market study can be conducted in a lot of ways. For example, you can do a physical survey, you can have a survey over the phone, or you can have a survey online. Now, different locations and different situations call for different methodologies. Just make sure that you're accurate in gathering the data so you won't have a problem interpreting them so you can be saved from the hassle of redoing your business plan if you see that something's wrong. This is also the time when you have to be open in discussing the presence of a competition on the location that you want and the quality of foot traffic that the area has. 
it's a must that you explain all the things that you have planned to turn the odds to your favor or to take advantage of the present situation so you can have less doubts coming from your peers or from your future investors. So that's about it with the relationship of your product or your menu and the market study. Let's move on to the next two parts of your business plan, which are also interconnected with each other. They're your organizational structure and your operations. Having a clear idea of the whole operations during business hours and the values that you want your brand to stand for will give you a clear idea on how many people you want to hire for your team and the values that they hold when they enter your organization. It's in this part of the business plan that you have to have a clear bird's eye view of the whole operations from start to finish. Having a clear vision of what the operational flow would be like in the restaurant would also guide you into deciding which furniture or which equipment to buy for the operations. After which you can move to identify the different branches of your organization including the rank and file and the management. Keeping in mind that each part that you put there has to play a role in executing the grand plan that you have for your business. In presenting this part of the business plan, you'll also have to present the people that you're working with, the entrepreneurs that are behind this company. It will be more advantageous to you if you put your credentials over here very clearly. Be specific about the connections or the skill sets or the existing business of the entrepreneurs behind this company that can contribute to the success of the business overall. Think of this portion of the business plan as the area where you can explain or show your future investors or your future partners the movement of the business operations and how each part of the operation and organization can contribute to their projected ROI. That's about it for your organizational structure and your operations. Now let's move on to the last bit but the very delicate part of your business plan which is the financial plan. Simply put, this part of the business plan aims to answer this question. How will the money that's invested in your business fuel the whole thing to success? Now that you've explained your product, your market study, the people behind the company, and the operations that you're imagining for your restaurant or your business, it's time to be transparent about the projected costs that you have for all those things to be executed well. Remember to be realistic in the projections in this part of the business plan and always leave room for the estimates that you have. Having a clear vision and a good idea of how your operations will go day to day should give you a clear understanding of how long it can take for you guys to reach ROI. In going through those details in the financial plan, it's really normal to actually state the projected losses that you see for the next year or so. Just be sure that you follow it up with a clear plan to turn the tables around. Like I've said earlier, this part of the business plan is one of the most sensitive. So if you're not really good with numbers, do take the time to get help from people who know their stuff, probably people from accounting or someone who's done this for their past business. Because you don't want to make false assumptions regarding numbers and it might cost you your business in the long run too. And just like that, we're done discussing the different parts of your business plan. Again, you start with the executive summary, followed by your company description, and then you play around product and the market study. And then you lay out your organizational structure based on the operations that you have in mind. 
and then finally, you declare your financial plan. All these things are necessary for you to gain confidence in yourself and for other people to gain confidence in you. And it's important that if you're presenting this thing to people who will be your future investors, you have to show them that you really know your stuff inside out because all it might take for your business to grow is their confidence in you. So I hope you found this episode useful and I hope you guys start your business plan first before you guys go on a business venture. As I've said, business plans have many uses but you have to remember life in the business world will be easier if you have it done right now rather than later. Thank you guys for tuning in. I'm JD for The Restaurateur. I'll see you in the next episode.